Are you living your best life as a salesperson or entrepreneur? Or do you find you're working all the time on this hamster wheel of life while stressed out and not financially free, which is the exact opposite of what you had signed up for, especially now in this global pandemic? If this is you, you are not alone. I found myself there in 2008 when I lost everything, including my health, and had to pivot working from home for the first time with no money. I rebuilt my life from scratch, juggling motherhood and marriage to get my life back and be recession and pandemic proof today. Now we live laptop lifestyles with our kids and are poised to travel the world together. How did we do it? Join me as I share my health and wealth and wisdom secrets, tips, tools, and expert interviews to equip you to be recession proof and live your best life. My name is Lois Kofi, and this is Healthy and Wealthy and Wise. Well, all right, all right, all right, everybody. Happy Friday. It's Coach Lois for another Friday episode with another expert on healthy and wealthy and wise. You guys know the drill by now. I uh, would love for you, if you are tuning in live, go ahead and hashtag live below. Comment city, state, country, where you're tuning in from. We have a global family here uh, live streaming on Facebook, YouTube, LinkedIn. And of course, if you're on the replay, hashtag replay. And if you are tuning in on iTunes or any of the other platforms, uh, we'd love for you to join us in our Healthy and Wealthy and Wise Facebook group. And if you see value in today's message, and this is a first, I've never had a guest on talking about real estate as a wealth vehicle, but also talking about just the real estate market in general. And there's so much buzz about it now, talking about all of the things in the economy. Um, I'm really excited to have a guest on this topic today. So without further ado, guys, I'm going to introduce today's guest, Vicente Enriquez, a.k.a. Vinny is the team lead of the Enriquez Group and host of the Road to Growth podcast. I hope you guys can check that out. His real estate team is based out of San Diego, uh, right here in sunny San Diego, California. And his team has successfully sold over $200 million of San Diego real estate, which I'm guessing is what, 10 homes? I'm just kidding. <laughs> just, just kidding. And on his podcast, he does interview entrepreneurs that have overcome adversity and allows them to tell their story and how they have done it. So I'm so grateful, Vinny, to have you here today. And I know you've had a vast knowledge and experience. I'd love to turn it over to you and let you share a little bit about your journey. Um, you know, whatever you're willing to share as you've sold over $200 million in San Diego. That's amazing. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's uh, it was never my intention to get into real estate. Uh, it was uh, getting out of college. I did an internship at a commercial real estate company. I was like, I'm never getting into real estate, but life plays those funny games, right? I got into <laughs> uh, uh, construction for a good amount of time, uh, worked outside of San Diego, worked in, overseas in Afghanistan, came back to San Diego and uh, hit the ground running. That's crazy. I, it's funny because I had a somewhat similar story I, I shared with um, you, Vinny, before the show that I, I have not had a real estate uh, related guest in over 200 episodes, which is kind of ironic. But I, I um, like many, through the Great Recession, had three real estate related businesses. I thought I'd be a millionaire by the time I was 30. And I lost everything because I went all in, put all my eggs in one basket at, you know, that 
the seemingly wrong time. However, I never also planned to get into real estate. So it was actually perfect. I got out and pursued what I'm doing now, which is my true passion and calling. And I, I do hear buzzes now about how this real estate economy, what's happening for us in the next six to 12 months, it, it, it parallels and might even be worse than the Great Recession. So I think it's it's fortunate timing to have you on this show to maybe give us some um, the good and the bad and the ugly about your journey with real estate and then maybe talk later about your predictions of what's coming. Yeah. So, I mean, something that I bring up to um, to most people I talk to is the idea that in 2020, there was more individuals that had their real estate license than properties sold in San Diego County. Wow. So just because someone has their license doesn't necessarily mean they're actively working their license, right? Um, and as the market's correcting, I mean, you're gonna hear you're gonna start hearing more and more uh, mini experts. And the the tough thing is, right? I mean, I think for all of us, right? When you're trying to survive, sometimes you instead of focusing on your clients or your person's goals, right? You focus on your own because you're trying to survive. Um, And so there's going to be more and more creative financing, more of people guiding the people they're working with into doing things that might be, might not be best for them for the long haul. Um, So I would just say that as things are correcting, just make sure whoever you have on your side is actually guiding you in, in the direction that you should be going. Oh my gosh. Can I just speak to that for a second? Um, yeah. And I, and I, I, I'm not coming from a victim mentality at all, but when I got caught up in the boom, right. The, the big bubble that burst in 2007, 2008, I, I, I partnered with people who were not very experienced, who were not seasoned. And I was green when it came to real estate investing. So maybe, Maybe uh, if you want to talk a little bit more about real estate investing, besides having a solid team that maybe what has X amount of years of experience, uh, any other tips that you have for our audience today? Yeah, I mean, so understanding the market, right? I mean, the market and and I'm not sure. Well, I know a lot of people watching us live, right? We're in August, middle of August, roughly. Um, so in... Was it May? We were sitting at about 106 lists of sold, right? So if properties listed for 100,000, which you know not in San Diego County, but 100,000, it's going to sell for 106,000 roughly, right? Okay. Then basically in June, things were selling at 101 lists of sold, right? Wow. Okay. Then last month in July, they were selling at 100 percent lists of sold. Okay. Now. So the reason why I bring this up is if you are an investor buying a property to renovate, rehab, and then put back on the market, and you're basically looking at kind of comparables for your property, and you're kind of going, oh, hey, just a couple months back, properties are selling so much more above asking. Well, okay, my MAO, my maximum allowed opportunity, right, could be bought at a higher price because properties are selling at such a higher price. That might not be the case. So really knowing your numbers, uh, I would say so for the investor aspect of it, I mean, it's more focused probably in this current climate, unless you're getting a, a, a great deal on the buy side, uh, is probably going to be buy and hold. 
Do you have an, a prediction? I know you don't have a crystal ball because <laughs> there's so much changing in our world right now. Um, when you say buy and hold, how long are they holding to? And I know it depends. You know, you got to buy low, sell high, and you really make most of your money when you buy and all of those sayings. But what is your thoughts or perspective? Well, there's, so there's never been a time in the history where in, of 10 years where the values didn't go higher than they were before. Right. So if you can hold out for at least 10 years, then your value is going to be higher than it is currently. Right. Um, if you're trying to figure out what's going to happen in six months from now, a year from now, I mean, two years from now, hey, I'm as honest as they come. I thought before COVID happened, that was going to be the catalyst that was going to turn us back uh, into, you know, that 07, 06, I mean, 08 time time frame right there. That's what I thought. And I, the total opposite happened. Less inventory because people are afraid to put their house on the market. Uh, we basically, rates went drastically low. So higher interest um, and basically lower demand. Um, I mean, more demand, lower supply, just kind of shot the market up drastically. So I still think there's going to be a correction. I mean, we're already seeing kind of a, a correction. It's just a matter of when we'll, we'll see even a bigger correction. So that's right my my theory of what's going to happen. Well, I'd love to because I, I with my guests, right? We we talk about your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. You know, you've you've uh, I, I like to joke you've you're you're kind of um, in dog years. You're an, an older realtor right now because you've lasted ten years, right? That's impressive. That's really amazing. Um, do you? have any advice when it comes to getting into real estate, either as a career, because I do have some realtors in the audience, um, as a career, how to stay with it? Let's maybe talk on that first and then talk about who could be you know, a real estate investor. So how well, have you stayed the course so long? So if you're looking to, to make this a career, I would say the first thing you'll really want to do is to not judge people's outsides by your insights, right? And what I mean by that is that idea of, oh, you know what? I had a bad day. I couldn't get that deal. I couldn't close that deal. And then you see on social media where it's, hey, I just closed five deals today, which reality is probably not the case uh, of what happened. Um, so just do what you can do and focus on you. Um, I think that's one of the huge takeaways right there. Because again, if you're talking about, again, in 2020, where more realtors or more people that have their license as a realtor compared to people properties are sold, right? There's a big chunk, probably, I mean, of, of realtors that aren't doing that much business, right? And even the average realtor is only, I mean, doing a couple of deals a year, right? Um, so you're going to have those lag times, those low moments, but that's why it's building your system, building your processes, having conversations with people, and remembering that real estate usually happens when life events happen. Mm. That's amazing. So that would be a great nugget right there, guys. Uh, well, for any industry too. However, in real estate, life events, speak more to that. I know what you mean, but but speak more to that. Well, life events like uh, promotion, divorce, got fired from their job, a uh, kid on their way, um, a wedding coming up, right? Life events are going to usually trigger some sort of real estate need or want. And it's on you, the realtor, the person 
to educate that 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 person on what's even possible. Awesome. Yeah. And staying in touch, staying top of mind. I think uh, that was the joke. I, I'm sure you've heard of Brian Buffini, right? Oh, yeah. I, I signed up for Buffini coaching back in 2004. I'm really dating myself now, um, but I did so well with their coaching. And he, the joke was more people had their real estate license than their driver's license in the state of California. So um, that's probably going back to what you were saying is I would also say and maybe this is too strong. You tell me if I'm being a little too harsh, but I would say don't don't get your real estate license unless you're really serious about either a investing because I see how you can you can maybe save the money and all on the, all of that kind of stuff. But don't get it just to to be a hobby, right? Get, get it because you really love it and you want to help people. Am, am I am I being too harsh? No, yeah, well, I agree. I think the the barrier of entry for real estate is is fairly low. Right. And, and my thought on that is it's either, either, Hey, you know what? I just, um, bought a house with a realtor that wasn't that good in their head. They didn't think it was that good. Oh, I can do it just like them. Right. Uh, and so then they get their license and then they either find out they it's not as easy as they thought, or maybe that wasn't the right agent they should have worked with because there is a difference between one to the next. Um, the thing you have to think about too, is if you're looking to in, do investments, right. And you're looking to be an investor, you have to be aware of it. Once you get your real estate license, there's legal stuff that you have to abide by um, when you're doing investing. So if you don't have your license, you don't have to do some of those things. I mean, so just be aware of it when you have your license. If you're if you're going to be an investor and having your license. Yeah, because I remember I was a, a real estate agent in, in Arizona and, and I was in Ezria, Arizona Real Estate Investor Association. And oh my gosh, there were so many people there that had their real estate license because they wanted to be an investor and save on the commission, Vinny, right? And I don't need a realtor. Can you speak to that? Can you speak to how important well, so, a realtor is in, in an investment opportunity? So I, I don't know to the extent. I saw something the other day where there was um, someone getting sued because the the homeowner thought that that well they found out that they could get more money after they sold the property and it was they're saying it was the realtor's job even though the the realtor is the one the investor that that basically also bought it um swayed them to take a lower price um and didn't inform them about it and they had a fiduciary duty to do that i don't know where it's going to come through if that's actually going to play out um, but you know, in California, there's a lot of stuff that pops up every once in a while. So that might be something. Um, but yeah, as a, um, uh, in, investor, I mean, there's, there's definitely opportunities like wholesaling, um, and again, buying a whole, buying and flipping, uh, it's about having conversations. Awesome. Yeah. And interviewing and making sure you all of the right reasons. I want to give acknowledgement. We have um, several people watching. So if you're just tuning in to this Healthy and Wealthy and Wise episode, I have Vinny Enriquez, who has here in San Diego um, closed over $200 million in real estate. So if you have real estate related questions, now is the time. If you know, my shows usually run around 30-ish minutes. So uh, you can see on the screen, comment below with your questions. And then of course, if you are enjoying this or you know someone who's thinking about buying, selling, thinking about investing, um, please hit the share button because you never know who could benefit from this information. So I want to talk a little bit about the um, what is the best way to get started into real estate investing. Any any quick tips and what you've seen in your experience? 
I mean, it, it matters what you're you're working with. I mean, I, I've seen where I've had um, veteran clients that have the VA eligibility where they'll purchase like a duplex, live one of the units, and then basically rent the other ones out. Uh, and then kind of over time, they're getting get cash flow on the back unit to offset their their mortgage and then kind of slowly kind of building that asset up. Um, I mean, manufactured homes or mobile homes are a lower price point. I mean, of course, if you have more funds to play with, I mean, you can go to the more doors you basically purchase. Usually it's going to be the uh, the higher, higher return on your investment. Um, I mean, those are the kind of the big things to kind of really think about. Um, but if you're looking to buy a property and renovate and then kind of resell, I mean, there's always the ability to of like foreclosure properties um, and getting um, a hard money, getting a hard money lender on your side. Um, offering basically cash offers to uh, people in foreclosure. They just want to get rid of their property. Um, but Or it's it's getting with, with the right realtor and kind of just talking to them about where do they see undervalue, um, undervalued properties. Like there was in, um, this is a couple years back, but there was a, a pretty big discrepancy in like Claremont um, where there was a lot of three bedroom, one baths over there. And if you would just simply um, uh, get permits and add on another bath, the price would go up pretty drastically. Uh, so that was like an opportunity that people I mean, took advantage of over time. Um, but just finding the right opportunities where you can take advantage of the market. Yeah. And do you have any advice? I know you don't want to tell all your secrets, right? <laughs> but do you see any advantages now like that Claremont advantage? And you know, knowing that my audience is all over the world, but you never know, right? You you work in all of California or mostly Southern Cal? Yeah. I mean, uh, I mean, focus on Southern California, have access. I mean, have uh, colleagues warm into like uh, Central California, but yeah, mostly Southern California. Um, I mean, for there's nothing particular. I mean, I mean, <laughs> there's right now in the current climate, what's going on. It's hard to say, hey, buy a property, renovate and resell uh, in San Diego right now, unless you're getting just crazy margins on it. I mean, I've actually looked out of state <laughs> for myself just because I've been seeing what opportunities are are available in other states. Um, so, yeah, I mean, in this market right now, it's probably... I mean, maybe you look at Airbnbs, but even that, like short-term rentals, but mm -hmm. understanding basically the laws and how California is really trying to push um, to, I mean, do a lottery with that. So, I mean, you really have to kind of know the the, the micro markets um, if you're looking to to have a fast, a, a, a quick investment, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's great. It's like I I was transparent with you once bit, twice shy. I haven't invested in real estate myself, which is why, you know, you're here. You're an expert on that because I know it it can be a, a, a roller coaster ride. And it's actually a perfect transition. I know you talked about the highs and lows. Um, and you've had some of your own personal lows and 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 real estate lows. I'd love for you to share, especially since you talk about these kind of things on your podcast. What have you learned from your real estate lows or your personal lows that's helped you become a better version of yourself? So, yeah, there was definitely a point in time that I was um, kind of my lowest point. It was going through and, I, and I've talked about this many a times where I'm going through um, a, a really bad breakup. I was going through um, a lawsuit. I was just going through a, a lot of different things. Um, and 
I, I really focus to be intentional on mindset. Um, and one of the things that I've taken really taken away from that is the idea of how I look at, at failure. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, and the idea of not really looking at failure anymore, but looking at it as basically a hurdle to, to kind of grow and, mm -hmm. uh, be a better version of myself. Um, but once I was able to take that in it, it really felt like, um, a lot of stuff was taken off my shoulders. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Cause a lot of us make a failure like I did, like when I lost everything in the real estate crash, I made it about me. I was the failure. And so my mindset, my ego, my subconscious mind just really, really went into that downward spiral. So that's phenomenal advice, especially given everything everyone's been through, I think, since the pandemic started. Well, we're all, I mean, we're all going to fail. I mean, and there's so many, there's so many, if you start going into victim mode, right, of saying, well, this is why it happened, or this is why that went through, right? There's always going to be a reason why something went wrong. But instead of looking at basically, oh my gosh, what was me? It's always going to go wrong. Look at, okay, hey, you know, this is exciting times. I messed up, but it gives me the opportunity to be better. It gives me the opportunity for the next time to even be better than this. I mean, so really looking at focusing on your process, your, your systems, instead of basically that, that one situation that happened. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. Cool. And everything turned out okay for you, right? You, you, yeah, rallied. yeah. Every, everything's, everything's positive. It's a, it's definitely, I got, uh, um, I got married, um, and I, well, I found someone else and got married and it was definitely, definitely positive. I, uh, um, had a stronger game plan because I learned from the situation that I was in previously. Awesome. I love it. And, and, and I'd love for you to share if there is one or two examples where you had some real estate lows, some experiences, maybe you lost your shirt on a property or what have you, anything that you can share? Yeah. So I, I've always looked at the idea that my, my word um, is everything. And I was uh, helping out this this client, um, and I, I told them adamantly that they're going to be able to sell their property um, and not have to pay anything out of pocket. They told me they told me how much they owed on the property, um, and so I went through the whole process. We found out that that was not actually what they owed on the property; uh, that they actually owed more than that. Yet it was uh, uh, a military, um, a military woman with a kid, and I, I remember I said multiple times that they're not going to have to pay anything out of pocket of it. So <laughs> in that situation, it never happened again because now I verify everything that they tell me. Because if I say I'm going to do something, I want to make sure I do it. Yeah. Uh, but in that moment, I basically took no fees for that and actually paid money out of pocket to get the deal closed. Wow! Because wow. I, because I just, I, I, I told them and I remember telling them directly that they're not going to pay anything out of pocket, even though they told me the wrong information, I still, I still took the blame of it because I didn't, I didn't verify it myself. Wow. That says a lot about you, um, that your integrity and, uh, your personal responsibility, because there's a lot of realtors who would never, you know, do that. I mean, I, I just, I mean, I think, I mean, if it, who I mean, our words should mean something, 
yes, I mean, it, and it's on us because we're the expert to to make sure that our words still mean something. So yeah, and everything I do, if there's a, a hiccup and I know it's basically something that I could have uh, prevented, I have to take blame for it. I mean, that's that's who I am. That's who I, I feel like I, I owe it to whoever I, I work with. Yeah, awesome. Well, any other tips or um, advice as we head into what, again, we don't have a crystal ball. I know that, but what may or may not be like another great recession when it comes to real estate. I would say be, again, be careful of, of what you're, um, be careful to focus on the short-term fix instead of basically the, the long-term security. Um, someone, someone, I, I forgot where I was watching this, but they brought up the idea of when basically um, market crashes. And I'm not saying that's going to happen, but they, they said their their idea of when market crashes happen is when people start buying based off speculation. Okay. Right. And I thought that was a very interesting, interesting way of looking at it is basically buying off of speculation. And then the the interesting thing, right after I I heard this person talking about it, I started getting more lenders reaching out to me about basically adjustables and about, Hey, tell your clients they can use, do an adjustable, an, an arm, right? Like yeah. a five-year arm. Yeah. Mind you, the arms now you have to put a lot more money down than in the past. I mean, you're putting 20, 30% down. It's not, so it's more secure in that yet. It's still kind of like popped in my head that, Hey, the selling point was buy now, get a lower rate. Now <laughs> it's going to adjust in, in five years from now, but you're going to be able to refinance at that time because rates are going to be lower than they are today. And it was basically selling me on this so that I could sell individuals on this. And I was like, well, if they're trying to sell me on this, they're selling individuals on this right now. Uh, so I would just say, be, I mean, I'm a warrior when it comes to a lot of stuff and I like to look big picture. Um, I do think there's going to be a correction happening. So if you're underwater, when that time comes about, when your rate has to be adjusted, you're not going to be able to, to refinance it. So I think just food for thought as kind of going forward. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The manipulation. I hear what you're saying is, you know, in sales, uh, that's, that's where you really, really guys got to have someone like Vinny in your corner and your back pocket um, to get the advice, uh, the, the wisdom, the seasoned expert. This is just me. I know Vinny's not telling me to say this, but don't, just work with your uncle Bob because you know, you love him and he's cool. And uh, you know, you really want to make sure you find someone um, who, who knows when things like that come up. Uh, Cause there's a lot of people out there, they, they lick their chops when they know there's going to be a p potential correction or recession, whatever it's going to be called. And so I'm, I'm grateful that I got to find you and where can people find you and reach out to you? Can they reach out to you for advice or questions? Yeah. Yeah. So you can go to our, our website. It's um, www.theenriquesgroup.com. Um, or you can send me a text on uh, my, my cell phone number, 858-345-7888. Uh, uh, um, and those are probably the best, the best avenues uh, to, um, to reach me. Um, also, I mean, one of the exciting things about what's going on right now is for people that are maybe not looking for investment purchases, but looking to make their real estate dream reality is there. And I, I know I've been talking about 
being creative, kind of a negative with adjustables and like that. But there's also going to be a lot more, I think, people open to allowing a client to come with grants and down payment assistance, offering closing cost credits to a, a person buying a property. Um, so there's going to be more opportunity to to purchase a property, m maybe at a little bit higher of a price, yet less money out of pocket. Awesome. I love that. Yeah. The creative, creative solutions abound. Thank you for bringing that up and make sure did I type your, your uh, website correctly, the Enriquez group.com. Yeah. I'll make sure yeah. I put that and your cell phone number in the show notes. Um, don't go anywhere, Vinny. I got one more question for you, but guys, this is, um, we're wrapping up here an amazing episode. First time discussion, um, with a real estate agent slash investor, especially heading into what uh, we don't know for sure is might be a recession. It's a good time to really consult with the right people. So if you saw value, please hit the share button. And just a couple of quick announcements. Um, I have with August and going back to school, I don't have a ton of events, but I do have a my next magnetic mindset class is actually going to be on August 31st at 8 a.m. So if you or someone you know and care about is struggling with mindset, um, Vinny and I talked about this, how important it is to really, especially now, develop your emotional intelligence, um, develop the skills to come back from whatever life has for you. I really believe that things happen for a reason, happen for you, not to you. And uh, even though I'm shared my story today about my own real estate crash and what I've learned from that since then has been such a gift, such a blessing. And I want to help you heal your mind, transform your health, your wealth, and your wisdom by attending my next class. So I'll drop that link in the show notes as well. And something that's kind of fun that you guys are going to hear me talk more about on every show is I have a new patron. There's there's people on YouTube who talked about the Patreon. I don't have the Patreon, um, but I do have the patron um, collaboration sponsorship opportunity. If you want to be a part of that, go to patron.podbean.com forward slash Lois Kofi. You'll see that in the show notes as well. Um, special opportunities to work with me, special shout outs. You can be guests. Um, there's all sorts of really cool things that I'm, I'm adding into that to build community um, because we do, I believe, uh, need community now more than ever. So, Vinny, with that, um, my last question for you, as is all my guests, is when you hear the phrase healthy and wealthy and wise, what does that mean to you? I would say work-life balance. Uh, you can grind yourself uh, in your work, yet if you die young, if you have bad health, what is it really worth? So have that balance in life. I am so grateful. I, I, I Having been in the real estate industry, I am so happy that you said that. Because <laughs> <laughs> I also see that can be a struggle in, in the real estate industry. So that that's beautiful. Thank you so much for your wisdom you. today, guys. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Uh, Vinny's actually my last guest uh, for the month of August. A really excited September. As you guys know, this is my third September on the show is Suicide and Mental Health Awareness Month. So we've got some really powerful guests coming in in September. So you'll see me and my guests then and between now and then on some more impromptu monologues. As always, guys, thanks for tuning in. And uh, please join us inside the Facebook community if you haven't already. And until next time, here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom. Bye-bye for now. 
Well, all right, all right, all right. Thank you for attending another amazing Healthy and Wealthy and Wise show. Thank you so much. Please subscribe, download, leave a review or a rating. And also, if you felt like you could benefit from some help, maybe some magnetic mind support, maybe some lead generation and sales strategy, I would love to gift you a free month of my membership or go to bookacallwithlois.com. That's right, www.bookacallwithlois.com. And if you haven't had a one-time free strategy session with me, that's my gift to you today for attending all the way to the end. Here's to your best health, your best wealth, and your best wisdom.